Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. You really think in the nation? Uh, in this nation, anyway. Yes. yes. So I got, a, I got a real quick news flash. Uh, on Friday, the state police dropped updates to the uh, carry permit form. Oh, how nice. It's no longer uh, three or four pages two-sided. It's only one page two-sided. Mm. And... Uh, on one part of the form, it says you need two passport photos. On another part of the form, it says you need four passport photos. And then on the printed directions, it says you need two passport photos. So what's four <laughs> plus two plus four is eight divided by three. So you need 3.4798 passport photos, I you, would imagine. You expect a bureaucrat to proofread? Yeah. So uh, what I'm telling everybody is just continue to use four passport photos until we get further clarification from the state police. Because if you submit two and they really want it four... You're going to get back to the back of the line, right? <laughs> right. Uh, the next thing is you do not need proof of ownership for your firearms anymore. So oh. you don't need to copy your pink copy. You don't need to uh, have an, a notarized affidavit oh. uh, that the guns belong to you now, which oh, that's is good. interesting. That's excellent. And the fee went up from 50 bucks to 200 oh. So Well, you know, inflation. Well, we're suing for this. That's the next thing I'm going to talk about. So here's what you do. If you file through a state police barracks, which means you're either out of state or you live in New Jersey where there's no police department, you're going to make your checkout $200 for the Department of the Treasury. If you're uh, living in a town that has police departments, you're going to make a $50 check to the uh, treasurer to the state of New Jersey, and the second one is directly to the state police, okay? Um <laughs> So that's how you got to do it now. So it's two money orders if you have a police department. It's one money order oh if you God. don't. Yes. And uh, if your stuff hadn't been notarized by uh, 1222-22, you have to start over with your applications. Mm. So it's all on the Gun for Hire website. If you go on the Gun for Hire website and you click uh, Permit to Carry, all the instructions are there. So don't uh, don't even send me... Um, any uh, questions or anything, please, 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 please. Only legitimate stuff and carry permit updates and stuff. So, you know, more and more towns, the police departments are coming out that uh, hate me and because I call them out, right? Like Hasbrook Heights and uh, Jersey City and Passaic and Patterson. And uh, I I could go on and on. But so what it comes down to is, uh, for one, I'm not anti-cop. I'm anti-asshole, all right? Uh, because that's the accusations that are being made towards me. But what, listen, I'm anti cop. Yeah, because I call them out because they're making people wait a year for a pistol permit or an FID card when the law says 30 days. Yeah. Numerous departments are not processing permit to carries because they're saying they're waiting for directives from the New Jersey State Police. Still. Yeah, meanwhile, Clifton PD came in three weeks ago and went over all the directives with us, and they're doing a phenomenal job, and there's many other departments that are doing a phenomenal job. So so you people out there that are that are 
creating this misconduct, malfeasance, and civil rights violations. I hope a lot of you get roasted um, through some class action lawsuits that I'm kind of originating, actually one in Patterson right now. I'm the, uh, the, the tip of the spear on this one, um, putting everybody together with a lawyer for a uh, civil rights violation and a class action lawsuit, so maybe some people lose their jobs, okay? Just had a nice gentleman come in the other day from Newark and another gentleman from Patterson, and uh, basically... Uh, 15 months still don't have their firearms ID card, Sandy. That's unbelievable. Yeah, a right delayed is a right denied. So you people out there know who you are. Anybody out there who um, has a department that's doing that to them, take this issue, 609, Gun for Hire Radio, take this episode and send it to them and say, Anthony says, hi, we're keeping track of all of you, and uh, we're going to hope that there's going to be some legal and monetary and pension ramifications here because you took an oath to uphold the law and enforce the law, not make the law. Mm. You're not God when it comes to permits. If a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen comes in and fills out their paperwork and is trying to exercise a civil right, a constitutional right, what balls do you have to make somebody wait 15 months, 14 months, 6 months, a year? What balls do you have to do that? Regardless That's of their last your... name, their skin color, or what the hell they're wearing. Well, well, well we know it's classism. I'm not going to outright call it racism, but we don't want those people to have guns, like Assemblyman right, McKeon right. said. Yeah, right? He was very we know, we know what that, it's like. Yeah. You know, I, and I hate to point it out that the majority of these problems are coming from towns which are a majority of minorities. Yeah, that's amazing. And if the ACLU had any stones. Which they don't. Well, not when it comes to the Second oh, Amendment stuff, no. but they've had any stones. Maybe we could, you know, I'd like to see a few of these cops or, or, or permit officers or clerks locked up. I'd like to see them do the perp walk. I'd like to see them lose their pension because, you know, you make my life and my job harder because every day I get emails every day from different towns on what you're doing to these people. You need to take a look in the mirror. I can't believe you're treating people this way. We get a ticket. We're told to have to pay it in 30 days. <laughs> yeah. I can't say I didn't get around to paying it right. for a year. Right. You'll, you'll come and lock me up. You'll take my license away, whatever. Right? right? Confiscate my car. It, this, this, is, this is a big problem. And most of the time when I talk to chiefs in these towns, because they'll call me up, they need a favor, they want their guys to qualify in my range. And I'll turn around and say, well, I'm a little uncomfortable because your permit department hates my guts because I call them out. What do you mean? I, didn't, I wasn't even aware. You know, they're not even aware. So you have these little pea brains in positions of power mm. that are dragging people on and on and on. And I, I see it front and center and the good thing is i spoke to a very preeminent civil rights lawyer about this and they keep asking me for more information we're, and we're compiling the information and i'm hoping anybody out there who's had to wait more than the 30 60 90 days you know or a, up to a year two years whatever it is uh, send me an email uh, we have to take a stand. Let's start getting these people prosecuted. Let's start getting them locked up. Let's change the focus. We're not going to lock up real v violent felons anymore. Well, hell, let's lock up some civil servants. That should be fun. That should be fun, yeah. You know, it's yeah, going to really it. change when the mayor has to explain to the taxpayers why their little town or little township or little borough has to pay a multi-million dollar civil rights settlement. Yeah, the good thing is, in, in in lawsuits like that, like class action and civil rights suits, not only will the town have to pay millions, but the individual will have to pay yeah. tons of money. Right. 
You know, yeah. and it can't be reimbursed by the town or insurance. Right. So I think that's the best part, you know, yeah. to have one of these cops or clerks, uh, you know, have them have to pay a few hundred thousand dollars in addition to losing like a 23-year pension or something. You know, and everybody wants to talk about backing the blue, but these this small percentage of cops out there representing your departments, it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look. Listen, I understand you're wearing multi-hats and doing a lot of jobs. So instead of 30 days, maybe it takes 60 days. Once in a blue moon after Carrie came out, all right, 90 days or something. Come on, 15 months, yeah. a year? Right. Seriously, hundreds of emails and, and voicemails, no response, are telling nasty, don't call here anymore. One guy gave, shared the story with me in Jersey City where the clerk was being nice, and then she got a little huffy, and she put a cop on the phone, and the cop said, don't call here anymore. Wow. And then what? They have to worry about being red flagged for being too oh, persistent, yes. like what they did to Mo. Oh yes. So this is how this is how we live in, in a Marxist state, right? right? This is how we live, right? Right. So we have to be afraid of the people we put mm-hmm. in power to enforce the law. We have to be afraid of them now. Yes. The criminals aren't afraid of them, but we, the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, have to be afraid of them. I said, "Fuck that." Remember Cass Sunstein, top down, bottom up, inside out. Here you go. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So this Thursday, let's talk some positive stuff now. Dan Schmutter, this Thursday, 930 in the morning, will be in Camden before Judge Bum, B-U-M-B. And uh, she uh, she is going to be hearing our TRO case, our whole case. And what Dan is asking that he wants some restraining orders while the case proceeds. And uh, it looks like Angela Kai, who was representing the uh, state of New Jersey, uh, is either going to be co-counsel or replaced by someone else. They picked somebody else because I, I'm a little concerned because when Angela Kai was before Judge Williams with Dan Schmutter, she told Judge Williams that she believes that Judge Bum misinterpreted the Bruin decision and the Second Amendment in her ruling with that 60-page decision she wrote for the Coons case. So now, if I was the state, I would be smart not to put Angela Kai up against Judge Bum, who you just said, after 20 years being on the bench, doesn't understand a Supreme Court decision. So, yeah. But but is the state that bright? Is the Attorney General that bright? But if I was Angela Kai, I'd be like, I'm not going out there. Yeah, right. You know, Although, and, you know the, the the balls on some of these people, it, it's they just absolutely double down on every ridiculous decision that they've ever made. So let's talk about what we're doing with the TRO here, because the the body slamming I've been getting of people that don't understand what's going on. So later in the month. We have the the mag ban case and the assault weapons ban case. They're part of other cases where they're trying to join them together or whatever. And Dan is working on those cases. Let's 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 leave the mag ban case and the assault weapon ban case away for now. Let's forget about others and short barrel rifles for now. SBRs and others with the ATF coming out with the ruling after they just got their PP whacked with bump stocks. Uh, you know, they just got their PP whack with bump stocks, and now they're uh, now they're saying they can write law. They're going to ban SBRs and others, oh, right? Nice. And pistol braces. So we have 120 days. All the big 2A players are going to be suing to get a restraining order and fight that as well. So don't freak out about that right now. So Dan is going to be representing us. He's backed by the NRA and the ANJRPC. The other case, the Coons case with uh, head counsel uh, David Jensen, which is CNJFO, SAF, FPC, and NJ2AS. So two Jersey organizations, two national organizations 
have that case. And that was just restraining orders. Excuse me. That was just sensitive places. And Judge Bum gave us, gave us restraining orders on that while that case goes through the normal trial process. So now Judge Bum is going to be hearing from Dan and whoever New Jersey has picked to represent Thursday, 9.30 a.m. Here's the deal. My, the pull-up king, Kurt Lundy, is going to be there taking notes, so we'll have his information a few hours before the transcripts. Kurt, I need you. Uh, I'm going to adopt you, by the way. So here's the deal. Aside from Dan is going for 25 sensitive places in addition to the five sensitive places that we got the restraining order for with the Coons decision. Now, we don't know if she'll pick all 25 sensitive places. She might say some of them can wait for the full trial to progress, but some of them she feels are an imminent constitutional violation. The next thing we're asking for is to get rid of New Jersey's pistol permit requirement, where you have to purchase a pistol permit. We shouldn't have to do that. We should just go through normal NICS requirement with our ID, uh, you know, driver's license, and uh, that's it. The next thing Dan is going for is New Jersey's firearm ID card requirement. See, this opened a Pandora's box. Yes, it did. Joe Danielson, uh, you know, we don't know how this is going to end up. We know the state won't learn. They're going to just keep appealing, appealing, and losing, and losing post-Bruin unless they get an activist judge. But we're, right now we're looking to get rid of the FID card. We're looking to get rid of the pistol permit. Bravo. The next thing is, you know how police can use the public health, safety, and welfare disqualifier? Yeah. You know, they're like, well, I went to high school with Sandy Berardi, and he was a bit of a douche, so he's now 63 years old, and I'm going to deny him his carry permit under the public health, safety, and welfare disqualifier. And uh, he, Sandy's going to have to retain a lawyer for ten or $20,000 mm-hmm. to fight to get his uh, civil rights back. Right. So we're going to get rid of that public health, safety, and welfare disqualifier because it should be concrete. Were you a felon, drunk and disorderly, right. Right. domestic violence? Right. There should, it should be tangible, quantifiable stuff, not an open loop of public health. Health, safety, and welfare disqualifier. Right. The next thing we're doing is to get the pistol permit back down to $2 from $25, because in Bruin, Thomas said we can't have excessive fees. The next thing we're going to do is the pistol, the, the permit to carry went from $50 to $200. We're asking for relief to bring that back down to $50. The next thing we're asking for is the permit to carry requirement for four character references, not by blood. These references are also these references are also re- required to be interviewed by the police. What is it? Okay, whether it's in person. Do, can you imagine this applied to any other any other first uh, any other uh, um, uh, 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 bill of rights violations? No. Can, can, I, I just I can't even fathom it. Uh, no. Imagine no. you you go out to buy a uh, a copy of a Koran. And you need to have four people, not blood relatives, sign a testimony to make sure that you are a good person and can read. I don't. Right. Not happening. Yeah. But now how are the police going to do the interviews? Are they going to do it in Zoom? Hmm. Oh, while we're talking about the police, let me go back. So we found out from multiple departments, the state police sent software down uh, where they can print the pistol permit out now. They can digitize your picture. And print your two-sided pistol permit out. Well, it's one-sided, and they fold it over to be two-sided. Mm. I've had numerous departments telling people 
They're still waiting to process your permit because, A, they haven't gotten direction from the state police yet. Liars. And, B, they have no way of generating the permit. They're waiting for the state police. B, liars. Confirmed by me, at least 30 departments showed me their permits and what they're doing that come here and shoot. Confirmed. The other departments, Sandy, are flat out lying. I forgot to add that. You're liars. You have the direction from the state police, and you can print the pistol permits out yourself. So you're all lying. And the, the civil rights lawyer has all of this information, and I'm compiling the towns. Oh, Back Anthony, on in, the, in their you know in their defense, maybe they ran out of paper and Staples didn't have. Yeah, it. they're lying. They're lying. A right delayed is a right denied. It's not your mm-hmm. job to make up the law. If you don't like it, tough shit. Move right. to another state. It's right. the law of the land now. If they move it's to another the law state, of the land that already exists, right? Well, go to California. Oh yeah, that, go well, to California, where yeah, it's almost impossible Hawaii. to get a gun. Or go yeah. to Illinois now. Governor Pritzker will take care of you. Yeah, absolutely. So the next thing. After being interviewed by the police, the next requirement is applicants, we have to give up our social media accounts so they can see oh what we posted going back God. 35 years or something. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Now, could you imagine these cops that are breaking the law if they had access mm. to that? Or, well, you lol the picture of a dead cat. I think you're unstable to own a gun. Uh, I wonder what would happen if we got the social media accounts dating back to the beginning of time for the judges, for the mayor, for the council, and for all the police uh, officers. I wonder if we had access to that. No, 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 no. We have a three-tiered system. They're exempt. We have a three-tiered system. They're exempt from that. Hmm. This is only for us, the poors. The surf. The next, the surfs. The next one. Requirement for PTC holders to carry liability insurance. So we've covered this ad nauseum, and so many people don't listen to Gun for Hire radio because there's not a day goes by, Sandy, where five people don't message me and say, what's going on with the liability insurance? I can't carry till I get this insurance. Where can I buy this insurance? It takes effect January 1st. There are no underwriters in this country that will write insurance for criminal acts at this point. It is probably going to be thrown out by Judge Bum because no constitutional right has ever required a liability insurance policy to exercise said right. Anywhere in all 50 states, even the communist ones. Okay, so it's probably going to be thrown out. Listen to Gun For Hire Radio. Share this show with your friends and family. Go back 12 episodes or so. Go back until mid to late June when the carry was yeah. when the Bruin decision came out. If you listen to all these shows, you would be a fountain of knowledge, and you wouldn't look like a momo when you post something on a thread that you don't understand what's going on. Something happened? That's how Dan Schneider started the show, Leslie, because right. I post that all the time because nobody understands what the hell is going on. That's, for that's sure. why we lose all the time. That's right. And that's what they count on. The, correct. The last requirement that we're going to get thrown out was a Joe Danielson favorite, okay, FJD, provision which makes unjustified display of a handgun a fourth-degree crime. So how I interpret that is... You're at Pizza Hut with your wife and your three rugrats, and your gun is peeking out under your shirt, and somebody gets stressed out about it, and they call the police, and because your gun was showing, you're going to be charged with an unjustified display of a handgun, which is subjected to a fourth-degree crime, which means you're going to go to prison and you're going to lose your rights forever, which is what they completely, Mm -hmm. completely want to happen. Exactly. 
They don't want us to carry. They want us to be afraid. As Evan Knappen says, we're all law-abiding criminals in New Jersey. And that is the goal, because once you realize they hate us, it all makes sense. You know, when you go to that department and you ask for the paperwork or you ask for status and they're nasty to you, just remember, that department, that guy hates you. That girl hates you. That's that's what it comes down to. Because if they didn't hate you, they would oblige and they would take care of you. Pretty right? much. They, they hate you. <clears throat> so don't let the smile and the smugness and the cordial, cordial, cordial you want to a little cordial or whatever. Don't eat the little pleasantries. It's all a bunch of bullshit. As soon as you walk out, they're telling a friend, yeah, that jack off's not getting their, their paperwork for the next six months or a year. Watch yeah. how long I can stretch this right. one out. Exactly. Right? right. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's happening. And that's what's happening in probably about, in my estimation, about 5% of the 565 departments. Uh-huh. And most of them. Are minority majority of minority shame on all of you sorry i need to drink a little coffee i better not get pulled over in any of those towns huh yeah, you know what i don't even give a shit yeah no. Look, I, I don't you've even, had I don't a target on your back for how many years now yeah, i don't give i really don't give a shit i don't give a shit i want to be the voice of the people i own a gun range i'm an nra board member i'm on the board of the state nra I've been a two-way activist and a tip of the spear for as long as I can remember. Everybody knows where I am. Everybody knows what I do. I'll be that voice so the school teacher, the doctor, the accountant doesn't have to be that voice. But enough is enough already. So every department out there that's listening to this that is violating somebody's rights, get your shit together because I'm going to make sure you're going to pay for it. And that's how I feel. So I want to address another thing. I have so much shit to talk about, but I want to address another thing. So, of course, New Jersey made it extremely confusing, Sandy. The new law says that you can carry any gun you want. Okay. Okay? So, I've been saying legality reasons. You shouldn't do that. So, the first attack is, well, you own a gun range and people have to pay to qualify and that's why you're saying it. That's fine. I want your $25 for the extra gun to qualify. (laughs) Deep down, that is my extreme motive right here. It's going to put me over the edge. I'm going to be able to afford the moat for around my house because of your $25. There comes the private jet. So, yeah, exactly. You guys are going to help me buy a tire for the private jet. So, the the law. That would even be a stretch. It's true. The law says. Any person who holds a valid permit to carry a handgun issued pursuant to this section shall be authorized to carry a handgun in all parts of the state except as prohibited by subsection blah, blah, blah. All permits to carry handguns shall expire in two years, okay? And one permit shall be sufficient for all handguns owned by the holder thereof. But the permit shall apply only to a handgun carried by the actual and legal holder of the permit. So you can carry any gun that you own. Now, some departments are still asking for a qual form listing your gun and your serial number and the caliber and the ammo. Brad Kendrick and one of my guys, Will, here, they've been contacting the state police, the AG's office, the AOC, Dear AOC Criminal Practice Division. And guess what the Criminal Practice Division is basically saying? They can't give a direct order this is, reminds me of uh, Loretta Weinberg. Th- it'll, it'll all pan out when it works its way through the courts oh, judici- judicially. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So after the first person gets arrested and charged. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I know we got people out there that are attacking me because of my advice that I've been given. So here's the advice I'm going to give. 
carry anything the F you want. But don't ask me for my advice if you get locked up. Right. Don't ask me to refer you to a lawyer. Don't ask me any of that. Now, for the people that believe in me and believe in the system, this is New Jersey. Here's my advice. Every cop in this state of New Jersey can only carry the gun that they qualified with. Every retired cop can only carry the gun they qualified with. Every security officer can only carry the gun they qualified with, which is recorded with the serial number by the PTC, Police Training Commission Certified Instructor. All my instructors are PTC certified. They basically sign an affidavit to qualify them that this is the gun you use to qualify. So that's been the norm in New Jersey since people started carrying guns and qualifications became prevalent through the academy and everything. So you want to be a cowboy, you want to come in here, and you want to qualify with your 22 Ruger model, uh, you know, government model, 22. 1022, not 1020, that's a, your Brownie Buckmark. You want to qualify with your 22 Brownie Buckmark, you get your qualification, and now you're going to carry 40 cal, 10 millimeter, 9 millimeter, whatever you're going to carry. I'm just concerned if you, God forbid, have to use that gun in a defensive shooting. Yeah. It's going to be brought up. Did you ever qualify with that gun? Well, no, the law says I can carry any gun I want. So Masada has great video. It's a, it's a book, Cute Lawyer Tricks. And basically, if you qualify with a twenty-two, and you uh, shoot somebody with a 9 millimeter, the person you shot, their lawyer is going to have a field day with that. Absolutely. They're going to say, now, here's another scenario, and this is bound to happen as we get higher numbers of people carrying you buy a gun on a Monday, and you put it in your holster, and you have a shooting with it that night, and you've never shot it, because yeah. there will be people carrying guns they never shot before. Absolutely guaranteed. How are you going to justify that you were competent with that gun? How That's are you going right. to justify that you didn't fire that gun by accident? That's absolutely right. So if, if you know, so many people are concerned about the liability insurance thing. <laughs> yeah, right. right. How about your how, home? How about this is an insurance policy? Yeah. Exactly. How about until somebody gets roasted, until somebody pays Knappen or Adam Lussberg $30,000 to, to fight for their freedom and their livelihood and their life back, how about you qualify with the guns you're going to carry? How about we do that? Uh, I think that's a great idea. Now, if, you, if you're a member here and you pay to qualify, you want to add any guns, it's 25 bucks. Now, some departments are saying they want you to submit to the police department any guns you qualify with. Some departments are telling the people, just put it, keep it in your file that you qualify with that gun. At minimum, that's what I would do. If yeah. you want to interpret yeah, the law that absolutely. you can carry any right. gun you want, mm -hmm. then if you buy a brand new Glock uh, 43 MOS, come in here, qualify with the gun, and keep the qualification in your folder at home. Because, God forbid, you use the gun. There's an accidental discharge. Somebody gets hit. Accident. There's a million things that can happen, ladies and gentlemen. I would want that gun qualification in that folder. Absolutely. That's, okay. That's that's what I'm telling you right now. I would want that in that folder, and to just to cover my ass. But again, you do you. You do whatever you want. I I've been getting beat up with this online and emails and everything. Everybody sends me a screenshot of what the law is, and everybody tells me how wrong I am. I'm 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 fully okay with being wrong. Carry any gun you want then. All right, seriously, carry any gun you want, but don't call me up and ask me for your help or your advice afterwards. Right. I'm just telling you my opinion. And you don't have to come to my range and qualify cuz I'm not after your 25 bucks. I just don't want someone to be the poster child because it hurts all of us cuz I've been fighting for everybody's rights forever and I'd like to continue to do it. 
just like these people. They're, they're shooting at people, Sandy, outside their houses, trying to break into their car. Luckily, no one's been a carry permit holder yet, but it's uh, bound to happen, yep, right? It's bound right. to happen, that's and it's right. not going to look good for us. No, it's not. So and how many times has Ayub said the same thing, too? And you've been saying this for years and years and years. The safest, um, let's call it insurance policy, is to carry the same gun and same ammunition as your police department does or as the state police does. Listen, the best court-proof gun, it's in my book. It's in my yeah, book. It's yes, in the it Nathan chapter, yes, too. Yep. The best court-proof gun is a, a gun that's similar to whatever your police carry. Now, obviously, you want to carry a smaller gun, Version, you know, yeah, compact right. gun, maybe a Glock 26 or something. But, you know, you don't want to really shoot somebody with a 41 Magnum revolver. Listen, no, I get it. No. Asad Ayub defended a guy once. I told you that he shot a guy with a 44 Magnum revolver, a home intruder, and the guy had... The Dirty Harry videos, yeah. and the prosecutor argued that the the homeowner was a Dirty Harry wannabe. Yeah, going out hunting people. Correct. So cute lawyer tricks, they're called. So you can post on Reddit or Facebook that you're right 100%, mm-hmm. but when you're sitting in a courtroom, and I've been in the courtroom facing serious charges, mm-hmm. when you're in a courtroom and you got Knapp in there, Evan and, and, and Lewis in there, and three other lawyers on your on your side, it's not fun. No. It's it's not fun, and I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not giving legal advice. I'm giving, I'm giving life common advice. Common yes, exactly. Common yeah. sense advice, but many people don't have the common sense. Correct. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is we've been everybody's been talking about the holster strap thing. So Joe Danielson, FJD, by the way, uh, he kept talking <laughs> about yeah, he kept talking about we have to have a holster strap, okay. And uh, that got knocked out in the bill uh, with pressure from ANGRPC and everybody that went down and testified. And uh, so basically, I'm going to read it to you. It's NJS 2C58-4H. Holster means a device or sheath that securely retains a handgun with, at minimum, conceals and protects the main body of the firearm and maintains the firearm in a consistent and accessible position and renders the trigger covered and inaccessible while the handgun is fully seated in the holster. At minimum, holster must be, one, conceal the firearm, two, cover the uh, trigger. No retention strap is needed. The first person that sends me the message and asks about a retention strap is going to get a horse's ass award. Okay? So, this is what we're fighting this because firearms must be concealed in a holster, which means a woman or somebody else can't walk around with the gun unholstered in a purse. Right. Okay, and remember, not all holsters are made equal. What works for some may not work for you. Right. All right. We have a ton in the store you could try. We have fanny packs and everything. But you know, between the holster, the strap, and the can I carry any gun that I want, this this comes up a lot here. We get this question all the time, and it got knocked out. He wanted every gun to have a strap over the over the hammer because Joe Danielson knows as much about guns as the <laughs> um, um, the state police know. If we need two or four passport photos. You know, state police doesn't want to be a part of any of this. Anyway. No, they really you, don't. You know that. I've yeah, heard it from they, all. They of, really um, don't. <laughs> they, they, just, they want to be left alone, <laughs> like the rest of us. They, they just want to be left alone. They just but, want uh, to do their job and not have to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's and, funny, uh, though, when, when the state had a clamp on carry permits and only the wonderful glitterati could carry uh, a, a firearm, uh, and there were only, what, you know, maybe 73 permits issued a year, <laughs> how it was not a big deal for the state, per, uh, state police to have to deal with it. 
I'm sure they probably don't, well, I don't know whether they probably want to continue doing duplicate Knicks checks also, but... Uh, they don't want to be a part of any of this. This yeah. is all bureaucracy bullshit yeah. that was rammed down their throats. I've been in this game for 31 years, listeners, and right. I have right. yet to meet with somebody in the firearms division or a boss that said this shit was a good idea. Yeah, it's very they true. All, the, the, <laughs> you know what it is? I'm going to tell you right now. All the cops that end up in the firearms division are all gun people. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. if you're not a gun person, you can't be in the firearms division. You, don't, right. you can't be right. in a firearms unit. Yeah, you have you no don't know what the going on. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So, but the, the, everyone I've dealt with, and I've dealt with at least 20 different names and faces over the years, and every one of them was a solid dude that I would hang out with, and they knew a ton about guns, and, mm-hmm. they, and, they, and they, they dug it, and every one of them was like, I can't, you know, this is off the record, but this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly you know, right. they don't even yeah. want to deal with the retired PD stuff. It should no. just fall under FOP, and they should just be able to carry. You know, under HR 218, yeah. cops should just be able to qualify once a year at your local range, and you should just be able to carry. It's it's they all know it's a crock of shit. It's just bureaucrats. You know, the other day, uh, the uh, president pudding pop was saying the cops should just shoot him in the leg again. Oh God! Again, what, he was saying this. this. Cops area. shouldn't be aiming to kill. They should be shooting him in the leg. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. went for a colonoscopy. They found more classified documents. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> He's going, you know. He's going. He's CNN going. is attacking him. He's going. Kamala's going to be the president for a year, year and a half because <laughs> she checks be all the boxes. Yeah, she does She's check all the checks boxes. all the boxes. Like and Gavin Newsom's secretary. going to be vice president. Yeah. And Gavin Newsom's going to be vice president. And Except Gavin Kamala Newsom's is not gay, so that, that's an issue. Is it Kamala or Kamala? Uh, it you depends. better get it right. It depends One's on which racist. you look at. Uh, yes, one is. Yes, one. That's right. That's very good. That's true. One is racist. One's we just racist. don't know which one it is. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't really. I don't. I don't. I don't really care. No, I don't really care. To be honest, we had a, a hundred and fifty people at the U.S. Law Shield event. That's wonderful. And uh, the Robert Auth event, we raised over Assemblyman Auth. We raised over ten thousand dollars. That's fantastic. And I'm going. I'm yes. And I'm going to the uh, Brian Bergen event in February. I became a uh, host sponsor. Ooh. I wrote a fat check. Nice. So for that troll out there that says I've donated a lot of money to Democrats, I also wrote a thousand dollar check for the mayor of Woodland Park, who's a Democrat. Right. So you don't even have to research it now because that <laughs> check hasn't even cleared or dropped yet. <laughs> So I'm a host sponsor for the Democratic mayor in my town, and I'm a host sponsor for Assemblyman Brian Bergen. And the, uh, and the uh, event we did for Assemblyman Auth, I ro- underwrote the entire event. Employees, guns, ammo, food, facility, everything. I didn't charge the Auth campaign anything. So the money he raised, he got to keep the entire thing, including for the gun that was donated by Henry. So, yes, I'm sorry I have sinned. I donated to a Democrat, too. But... I have to live in this town with an 84,000-square-foot facility that sits on four acres. That's right. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I have, to, I have to live in this town. And so 15 people on the town damned. council who uh, want to see you gone. And, uh, yeah. Yes. So right. troll, be, troll be damned. I'm sorry, if I, I'm sorry if I hurt you. And there are Speaking some pro-gun donate- Democrats. You know, there are some. Uh, about half of the ones uh, in the elected office in Passaic County shoot at my range yeah, exactly. and bring their family and here. Bring their exactly. But they, to get elected in Passaic County, you have to be a Democrat. Absolutely, yeah. 
okay, and they're moderate, and a couple of them are a little right-leaning, to be honest with you. <laughs> and you know what's interesting? I'm going to tell you something that's interesting. The, the Democrats in my county have reached out to me numerous times for talking points when things have happened to help defend the range, the Second Amendment, and yeah. the shooting sports. Yeah. So what does that tell you? I mean, all the Republicans reach out to me and Scott Bach for talking points all the time for legislation or if they're going to a debate or they're going to a presentation. Or the something. five Republicans but, that are in the state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but most of, most of the Democrats yeah, have yeah. all reached out to me and they've been objective and they've taken notes and they've asked me, mm -hmm. you know. What what how if somebody asked me this how would I answer if somebody asked me this how would I, that, that's what I I like that they're not just writing me off and saying you know we're all uh, commies or whatever and you know and moving on so I, I think it's a wonderful thing that they do that so yes forgive me listeners for I have sinned look the okay? the former um, um, uh, well Loretta Weinberg. The the yes. most the former the most senior senator yes senior senator former most uh, outward uh, gun opponent always came to you for advice always 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 she would come to me through Mayor Kazmark who right. I just wrote the thousand dollar check right. for yes she would come to me through Mayor Kazmark she approached Mayor Kazmark and says I want to meet with him is he a nice guy. You know, because of the right. persona, right, gun right, guy, right, I wear right, the silver yeah. jewelry, I'm always yelling. And he, he's, our, it's, well, it's, it's true. true. It's, it's true. my persona. It true. Exactly. And so he, 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 the three of us sat down in the VIP lounge at the range and we formed a conversation and relationship. And then before you know it, I, listen, my, you know, everybody that was listening to Gunfire Radio back then in the low 500s or whatever, the goal was to try to humanize us gun people with her because she looked at us all as animals. Yes, exactly right. And we, you know, and and we I succeeded wanted, it. Well, I, I believe we succeeded big time. Yeah. We never heard anything from her after no, that again. Never again. I mean, they passed the mag ban, but she, they said that we already, she knew it was unconstitutional. Yes, right. And she said exactly what they were going to do. We'll just let the yes. courts sort it out. Let the courts sort it out. We don't worry about if it's constitutional or not. We let the courts sort it out. We're just called lawmakers in name only. Right, right. We're not really lawmakers. Right. We're just like uh, innuendo makers. And, and she, re and, and she uh, admitted, too, her own son gives her shit. Yes. You know, what do you? What freedom are you going to take away from us today, Mom? Yep. And, yep. and she said, "I don't know. I'll think about it." Yeah. You know. And she was laughing. It was a joke. Yep. But it's true. I mean, without without working on both sides of the aisle, nothing gets done. New Jersey is a dark blue state. You have mm. to work on both sides. You can't just go with the five uh, Republicans. Who was it who said that you could fit them all into a clown car? I might have been me. <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, that's it. Let's let's face it, folks. That's exactly what it is. All we have to do is make sure that we can work on that side and show these people that we are not knuckle dragging morons who are out to uh, play Jesse James on our, in our spare time. You know, talking in that light, I have one word to, that would personify it all: Sweeney. Yeah, exactly right, Sweeney. Was yeah. an A-rated Democrat. Yeah, yeah. For for years and years and years, he held the line for us. Yeah, I love Ed the trucker, Ed Durr, but we we lost Sweeney, and Sweeney was our stopgap because he hated Murphy. And other than the mag ban, before that, he was an A-rated lawmaker with the NRA rating system. Mm -hmm. He went to an F when he pushed the fifteen-round mag ban after Newtown, Connecticut. Right. Yep. But he was on our side all of that time, and he was the gatekeeper. 
as the Senate president, yes, no was. bill got to be voted on unless he put it up for vote. Absolutely. And for the eight years of Christie and before, he held everything. Yes, he did. So uh, so that's one another reason to reach over the aisle. But let's, all right, that's ad nauseum. Um, you know, Amazon Smile, you know, where you could donate money to CNJFO and yeah. ANJF, ARPC and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like it, it was such a good thing. And Amazon realized so many conservative platforms were getting money. <laughs> they suspended the donation program. Well, there's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, when all the money was only going to the liberal causes. Right. Uh, they were okay with it, but so many people were earmarking like NRA, ANJRPC, CNJFO, GOA, you know, all the 2A group stuff. And uh, so Amazon Smiles like, it's been 10 years since we started this, and uh, well, we're not doing it anymore. And, yeah, right. yeah, February 20th, we're <laughs> suspending it, so you can't do that, even though, you know, we hundreds of millions of dollars have been donated to charities that we disagree with. Right, exactly. So we're, we're getting rid of we're it. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, speaking uh, of charities, Ant, um, you know, yeah. I, I had an Go opportunity. Ahead. Is this break time? It's coming up, and I had an Go opportunity ahead. to interview many of the uh, participants in the Guiding Reins. We've been talking about the Guiding Reins organization for quite a while now, and um, I, I, I saw it firsthand, uh, and I experienced it firsthand with with some of these guys, with a with a group of guys and gals, and um, I didn't really appreciate the impact until I sat down and interviewed some of these folks. And um, I was just absolutely dumbfounded. This program has saved, literally saved these people's lives. I sat down with a, a vet yesterday who basically told me, he said, I was sitting out on Route 26 with a gun to my head. Mm. He said before this program, he said, I had nowhere to turn. He said suicide and homicide were both viable options in, in my mind at that oh, point. God. And it completely turned him around. He said the the love that those animals, and he said they just absolutely understand the shit you're going through. He said, I can't explain it. He said, but they know and they um, and and they they help. It, it is just an, am, an amazing thing. Um, we've got some, uh, I've been able to break down some uh, little interview segments. And if you guys, uh, especially you vets out there and first responders out there, if you would not skip through our, our, our donut middle, middle, of the, middle of the program commercial, if you would just sit and listen to some of their stories and, um, and, and consider just donating to this organization. It is a it is an amazing. I will. I'll even go out on a limb and say miraculous um, turnaround. It is not uh, psychotherapy. These 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 folks have been had pills jammed down their throats. Have uh, been overlooked by the Veterans Administration system. Have have nowhere to turn. And this program is an absolutely fantastic program that doesn't do any of that crap but shows incredible results and is now um, threatened with, with extinction because the, the VA has completely turned their back. The Biden administration has basically gutted the funds for programs like this. And, and I would ask that every one of my brothers and sisters in arms and every, every single uh, EMT, uh, firefighter, police officer, people who see crap on a daily basis that affects them forever 
would just sit and listen to this and please consider donating five bucks a month to this program. It takes about $2,000 per person to take them through 16 weeks of this program. And it is absolutely life transforming. I can tell you um, $2,000 is three psychiatry visits through the VA. So this is a 16-week program. It is is just a wonderful program, but it's just lost its money, and we need to help these guys and gals. Take a listen and see if you don't agree. Diane Pruitt, founder, Guiding Reigns Equine Assisted Therapy for Veterans, First Responders, and their families. I saw the panic attack coming, and I just said, all right, let's just take a moment. You know, and I said, I want you to connect with your horse, whether you put your face in his neck, your hand on his uh, withers, just some physical touch or connection. And I said, I want you to close your eyes and breathe. Then I'm, it was less than 30 seconds, and he came down, and he just looked at me like, what, what just happened? Horses can sense fear. Yep, they can sense fear, but they can sense anxiety, depression, PTSD, joy, sadness. They can pick it all up. That horse, you know, I think absorbed it, just, just took, you know, again, you hate to sound cornbally, but just, and um, he said, Diane, I have never come down that fast from a panic attack ever in my life. And he says, and I, I have done it all. He named every drug, alcohol, and he said, I have never experienced anything like that. And it just, it really, it changed him. You can help keep this life-changing and vital program alive for veterans, first responders, and their caregivers. Won't you please help? 100% of your one-time or recurring tax-deductible contribution goes directly to transforming the life of a deserving, disabled brother or sister-in-arms. Let's not turn our backs on those who have given themselves to preserving our liberty and rescuing us from harm. Please join me and the scores of other veterans and first responders who are stepping up to help our fallen brothers and sisters. Go to guidingreigns.org, see what they're accomplishing, and consider helping us save this program from extinction. Because if it disappears, so does hope for so many families just like yours. guidingreigns.org, G-U-I-D-I-N-G, R-E-I-N-S dot O-R-G. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Okay, and we're back in some housekeeping. Okay, I was going to talk, <laughs> but now I can't. <laughs> okay, I'm going to change it up a little bit. You ready? Yeah. If you're in Monmouth County, stop by Aberdeen Guns. Ask for John. There's books, uh, crime-proof books down there for signing. He's a multi-line gun store. He's got ammo and everything. Support those who support you. Sharon Decker from Zen Float Center. Zen Float Center is on Park Avenue in Scotch Plains. Somebody in their family has a birthday coming up because I know a secret. So go to Zen Float (laughs) Center in Scotch Plains and ask for Sharon Decker. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club, L-A-K-E-I-S.org, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competition. My doctor, Optimal Health Wellness 
OptimalHealthNJ.com. OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com. Concierge medicine for a few hundred dollars a month. I just did a uh, telemedicine with the doc yesterday, with like a Zoom call. He sends a telemedicine link. He went over all my blood work with me, went over my blood pressure, went over everything with me. Um, clean bill of health. My A1C is 5.4, Sandy. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm 221 pounds. My A1C is uh, 5.4. My blood pressure was 119 over 79. Now, I'm on a statin and I'm on amlodipine, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. But I see the cardiologist soon. I might be coming off the, the two Eliquis pills a day so I don't get a brain bleed or hemorrhage or something like that, right? But Dr. Uh, Dr. Joe Sambatero, uh, a lot of my uh, people have signed up for service. He's available 24-7. Once he gets to 250 patients, he's stopping, not taking any more patients, and it will just be exclusive concierge medicine. Uh, if you want to buy an issue of Decoding Firearms, it's available at Amazon, Kindle, or here at the uh, Pro Shop. John Petrolino wrote a great book for beginners. U.S. Law Shield, we had a great event. Knappen was there and spoke. His son Teddy was there. Uh, U.S. Law Shield, if you mention Gun for Hire, one word, or Gun for Hire Radio, you get a discount. Uh, we have a lot more ideas and seminars coming up in the near future. So, uh, And if you're in New York, you need nymytacdefense.com, newyorktacdefense.com. Peter Tillam, same thing, mentioned Gun for Hire, 10% discount. Both of these services are prepaid legal services. They are not insurance, okay, not insurance. And if you're in New York, uh, we have a uh, remote kitchen in Queens, and, of course, in Manhattan, we have Marty's V-Burger. Check out Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention Gun for Hire, Gun for Hire Radio, get a 20% uh, discount. Marty and his wife, Carol, they're great people. They're here all the time. He's always bringing uh, V-Burgers and uh, cheesesteaks and all kinds, not real, obviously, uh, uh, vegan versions. And the staff is blown away. He's converting a lot of the young guys and girls that work here, which I think is cool. I'm still selling a ton of crime-proof books. You can buy it direct, crimeproofbook.com. I will autograph it, personalize it, whatever you want. You can also buy it from Amazon or Kindle, uh, or you can buy it here at the store. I'm signing copies every day. People are here asking uh, for autographed copies. Um, I love what I do. I've saved uh, numerous lives. I think it's a, a beautiful thing. And I've sold many, many copies, and I would love to share that knowledge with all of you. You know, the gun store, I'll wrap it up here. The gun store now is we have Firematic fire extinguishers, Sandy. Nice. We have Yeah, we have two and a half and five pounders. Nice Great. for dorms, kitchens, garages, basements, or whatever. Obviously, we have fire blankets. We have seat belt cutters. I mean, you name it. We're, it's not just gun stuff in here. We're, I'm starting to stock up a lot of safety stuff as well as stun guns and mace and, uh, you know, flashlights. It's just, it's it's blown out to be such a, such a wonderful retail environment and retail space. If you haven't been here, check it out. We are open seven days a week, 363 days a year, and we sell guns seven days a week too so uh check it out hold on i gotta wet my whistle if you don't mind okay so we all know the atf uh decided they were going to write law instead of enforcing law and they banned bump stocks and the challenge went to the fifth circuit and the fifth circuit said to the atf um you can't write law you can only <laughs> enforce the law so we're reversing your ban on the bump stocks and about a week and a half later, about two days before the SHOT Show, I didn't go to SHOT Show this year. My knee couldn't make it. Six of my guys were there. But um, 
the ATF issues a ruling where uh, arm braces and short barrel rifles and uh, SBRs are now uh, banned <laughs> for various reasons, stabilizing <laughs> braces and stuff, uh, to keep our community safe, yeah, Attorney General Merrick Garland said, because no one's ever been shot with one of these, by the way. No one's ever <laughs> used one in a crime, by the way, okay? <laughs> so the Department of Justice decided they were going to let the ATF write a law, and they were just going to bypass Congress, because this is what we do now because we we basically legislate and rule by tantrum yep. i don't like it so we're banning it right. i don't care if it's not what we're supposed to do this is what i want to do and you all have to comply that's right so that's what's being done which is not fun so we have 180 120 days to do what we have to do but it's a crock of shit because multiple lawsuits are flying and uh, it's going to get overturned or there's going to be a, a restraining order because it was brewing. You can't really ban stuff like this anymore. Uh, what's his name? Uh, stepped on everybody. Uh, Thomas with the Bruin decision. Mm. So he's ruining all the fun for these anti-gunners. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, the best part about it is, like, if we're granted, if Judge Bum this Thursday grants us a bunch of stuff for our TRO for Dan, I don't care if it's stuck in a court for 20 years. Uh, Pre-Bruin... It would be the other way around. Yes, it would. There'd be no TRO. Right. And we'd be stuck yeah. in the courts for 20 years, and right. we would be deprived of our rights. And that's what they loved and what we're used to, and that's Correct. how they played the system. Wear us down till we die. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy right now. All right, a couple of letters and then some uh, learning and stuff. This one comes from Nicole Scrafani. Hi, Anthony. For Christmas this year, my boyfriend gifted me a private shooting lesson at your range. Having been to your range previously, I was excited to finally get to see the new addition as well as the gun store. We live over an hour and a half away in Burlington County, pork roll country. (laughs) 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 So we do not get to come often, but when we do, it's always an experience. My private lesson was set up with Jim Yankowski, I love Jim, Jim Y, and he went above and beyond to help me not only with my stance at accuracy, but to help me gain the confidence I need to eventually be able to qualify for my carry permit. I brought my Walter PDP, and he spent nearly two hours and several hundred rounds with me and significantly helped me with my grouping, grouping and even did a full qualification round where I shot a 98%. Go, Nicole. I did not want just to shoot to qualify. I want to know that I am proficient with a firearm. God forbid there was ever a life threat to myself or my family. Spoken like a true woman and someone that cares. Most men, it's like, close enough is good enough. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) She says, I walked out of your range and that lesson, and that lesson more confident in my abilities as well as my strengths. We missed you at the range. I, I don't know where I was. I was probably hiding. But hope to catch you the next time in. Uh... I read your book cover to cover after I received it from the pre-orders when they first came out and want to get my mom a book as well next time I'm there and have you sign it. Of course I will. She also, this is important. Also, my full-time job is an insurance fraud investigator, and recently one of your podcasts, uh, you said, uh, uh, my boyfriend and I listen every Sunday, you mentioned if an intentional criminal act would be covered in New Jersey, 
with insurance. She goes, I work in auto, and as of now, at least in auto insurance, this would be an exclusion to coverage. I would assume that the same would apply to carry insurance. But weirder things have happened. Just a note for your book. I'm also a retired 911 dispatcher communication officer, and one of the biggest things I can stress is that if you call 911, even if you can't say anything else, say where you are. Mm. If the line gets disconnected, at least the dispatcher will know where to send someone. I can't tell you how many calls I've had to track down in my career using GPS and cell phone services to try to find an area where the call potentially pinged from. That wastes potentially precious time and what could be a major emergency. Looking forward to my next visit and potentially my next gunfire class. Keep up the good work, Nicole. Bravo, Nicole. We need so many more like you. And Thank you for the tip. I say that all the time. Your address first, two times, clear and concise. Your address first, okay? Ugh, I can't stress this enough. Okay, let's go. Uh, there's so many letters. I want to go to some learning because you, you need to learn, okay? Uh, okay. Hi, Anthony. I finally got the call to pick up my permit today. I live in Rivervale, same town as Phoebe. Officer told me I can carry any gun legally I own. I've seen posts about this online as well. Can you comment or address it in the next expo, uh, episode on Gunfire Radio? Tom C. Tom, I addressed it already. Uh, I would recommend you only qualify with the guns that you are going to carry, okay? Uh, you would only qualify with them. Uh, another one asked me a question about the retention strap. I think I answered that too, Alex. I hope I answered your question for you. All right. I want to talk about this. I got a couple of things here. Good evening, Anthony. My name is Tariq Amir. We spoke earlier today in regards to my working at a prison and what I can possibly do once I, God willing, get my permit to carry. I met Tariq a couple times at the range, and then he was at the Knappen seminar, and then after the seminar, he came to the range. So you're, according to the Mercer County Superior Court law clerk, the judge is essentially rubber stamping applications, and so I should probably have mine signed off within two weeks or so. I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I want to say thank you for your openness and patience to sit and talk with those of us who come into the store, as I know you don't have to and sometimes may not want to, but you do it anyway. Well, no, no, Tariq, you're wrong, because this is what I do for a living, and that's why Sandy encouraged me to start the podcast, and that's why I'm so active on social media and everything and why I have no life. <laughs> uh, but I do love what I do, and it's my passion. So what happened was there was a conga line of people waiting to talk to me after the Napin seminar that came to the range to track me down, and I spoke to every one of them. It took a couple hours, but I spoke to every one of them, and Tariq was one of them in the mix. I brought him to the table where there was a Mark and Mark from West Milford because he had questions, and I answered their questions, and then I went right into Tariq's questions, so we all hung out together. I killed a couple birds with one stone there. But, Tariq, don't, 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 don't thank me or apologize for that, all right? Uh, he, goes, I, I wanted, he goes, I personally wanted to say that, I, uh, that, as I know, that not everyone reciprocates, so I wanted to be an additional person. I don't want to be an additional person to let you know it doesn't go unnoticed. I get you. And I'm not asking everybody to you, – not everybody can reciprocate. If you don't live near me, you don't have to reciprocate that way. Join a 2A group, introduce people to shooting, and get friends, family, and coworkers, get them to get their firearms ID card. That's the best way to reciprocate. Makes my activism job a hell of a lot easier. 
He goes, as I mentioned earlier in the store, I'm preparing for when I'm able to finally carry. And from your advice, I bought a lockbox from Gun For Hire. <laughs> and I'm looking for suggestions for a fanny pack holster. Currently, I have an M&P Shield Plus, and I hope to eventually get a Glock 43X. And those would be the only two guns I would use for carry. Uh, since I'm Muslim, I often go wear clothing that isn't conducive for pants holsters. So I figured a fanny pack holster would be best. I was looking at the M-Tac tactical bag shoulder chest pack and sling but wanted to hear for your suggestions thank you again for all you do including the taking time to read and answer my emails Tariq you're very welcome Tariq any other emails or questions I sent them the link uh, from a few shows back Sandy where I reviewed all those fanny packs yeah because there's a lot of them that have water bottles and stuff that don't look like fanny packs yeah yeah and these are the things uh, that that are that are important you know we, we want to not we don't want a fanny pack that says Smith & Wesson on it. <laughs> no. Don't sew a Glock patch to your fanny pack. We don't yeah, need to yeah, that, transmit yeah. that yeah, way. We've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah buy see. a fanny pack that looks like you're a hiker or, or a nerd or a, uh, a tourist, whatever. But there's plenty of them that are not black. You guys can Google best fanny pack for concealed carry. And there's this one link. They, they tested 10 different fanny packs. Some ugly. Excuse me. Some nice. Now... Excuse me. We have two fanny packs at the gun store here. We have a small red one and a small black one uh, um, that are unconstructed uh, general-purpose fanny packs that many people use for carry. So we have those two, but check them out online, too, and you know get your questions answered there as well. Uh, so a couple of things learning. Uh, don't be this guy or girl. Um, in Howell Township, uh, a homeowner is facing legal trouble because somebody was in his driveway uh, trying to steal his car and he stepped out of his door and he fired at the people. In New Jersey, you Ugh. cannot shoot someone over property. Yes, we have a castle doctrine, uh, but you can't just look out your front door and shoot somebody or shoot at somebody. You're responsible for every bullet that exits the muzzle of that gun. Contrary in to Roseland, what the president says. Yep, same thing happened in Roseland on January 9th. A guy's car was being robbed, and I, I get it. You know, this is what this is indicative is, is that law enforcement is not allowed to do their job anymore, yeah. or they don't want to do it anymore because of the catch and release revolving door criminal justice system. Right. They're locking people up, and they're out on the street the next day. So now it's like, why even take, waste the time locking this guy up again? I might break my arm. I might pull a muscle. I might get a concussion. I might choke him and kill him and lose my job and my life and my career and my freedom. I get it. So the criminals are doing whatever they want want because the first tier is allowing it right so what what we're seeing here is you know repeat criminals and now people are taking the law into their own hands but you need to learn the law obviously these people don't listen to gun fire radio you wouldn't be shooting out your side mm -hmm. door into your driveway because yeah. somebody's stealing your car exactly. you would be locking the door and announcing through the door or through a window that you have a gun and you call the police and the police are on their way and you wouldn't be engaging and countering them and you'd be calling any loved ones that weren't in the house and tell them do not come to the house and do not pull into the driveway right now yeah because there's some bastards you know stealing the car and it could go sideways so now we got another one. An argument ends in a Wawa in South Jersey or Central Jersey with two people shooting each other. Oh. Yeah. 
How nice. Yeah. Employees asked uh, everyone in the store to leave. However, one man left. He later returned, which caused the person to remain inside the store to fire a gun in his direction. The man who reentered the store then returned fire. Hmm. I, I don't. It hasn't been released if they had carry permits yet, because, you know, if they did, we would have heard oh, this no, already. Yes, right. So absolutely. Uh, because this is this is great for our cause, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is just great for our cause. Right. But it's very important that uh, we're not. This is not the OK Corral. Yep. Okay. This is not. This is not the OK Corral. This. This is some serious shit, and we shouldn't be having shootouts in Wawa's. Read my book. Yeah. Watch some Ayub videos or something. Something. You, you know what I yeah. mean? Exactly. So you know, and we know we have a lot of friends who are not educated. And they're going for their carry permit. How about getting them up to speed? How yeah. about making them yeah. listen to Gun for Hire radio? Right, exactly. Y- 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 you know, yeah, you don't I mean, even have to educate them. Just go to them, just tell them to listen. Yeah, I mean, let's 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 try to prevent this because it's going to hurt all of us. Because you know, when they come up with other carry legislation, legislature legislative stuff in a couple of months or a year from now, they're going to be citing the cases where concealed carry holders. <laughs> fired at each other or fired at each or left the gun in a bathroom or dropped yep. the gun on the floor in a mall. It was a cocktail lock 1911 and it fired and went full auto because the guy worked the trigger and it emptied all eight rounds out of the 1911 in a food court in a mall. Great for our cause. Oh, absolutely. That'd be absolutely. great for our cause. Um, I got a letter from Len Smith. I just want to thank you for all you do. Unfortunately, due to distance and my work, I have not been able to visit your North Jersey facility, but I am a member of Union Hill in Monroe. I hear it's a great place. Uh, with that being said, I feel an allegiance to you, even if it's by distance. Same here. I hope to one day meet you. Keep up the great work. Len Smith. Len, I'm giving you homework. Each one, reach one. Introduce new shooters. Get them firearms ID cards. Turn them on to Gun for Hire Radio. Um, and get them aware and alert of what's going on, and there's how you pay me back, and there's our allegiance, okay? Basil Pappas, Dan, great show. I'm starting to feel good about New Jersey again. You were very (laughs) inspiring, okay? By the way, I had to redo my will last month, and I used Hartman and Winicky for it. Thank you for all you do. Basil. Basil Pappas, thank you. See, that's how you show your appreciation. You go to Dan's law firm, and you have him do some legal work for for you, okay? Uh, Great show today. Thank you very much for all you do. Listening to the show, I was a little confused about the restrictions on the permit when you uh, restricted to the guns you qualify with or what you can carry. Uh, Jeff, oh, Jeff, I answered it earlier. So I just wanted to let you know I read your email and I'm trying to get through everybody. This is another one that pissed me off. Sandy, you ready? Good morning. My name is Jonathan H., and I am a 16-year resident of Newark, New Jersey, and I have my FID card since January of 18. I'm also an ANJRPC member. I was referred to you, Anthony, and told to reach out to you. It's been nearly five-plus months since I submitted my carry application to the Newark PD. No progress and zero status update. I have been calling for weeks trying to get a status on my application with the same response, and uh, and they say they will call you when it's ready. I even visited the PD in person only to be greeted by a grumpy, unhelpful officer who didn't even bother to come to the counter to speak with me. I submitted my application July 25th and got fingerprints on August 1st. As of this date of this email, I've heard nothing, any assistance to you. Yeah, Jonathan, I have your email and it's part of the class action that I've been getting involved with this uh, civil rights uh, lawyer, by the way, for all of you people, I would love to see one or two people in Newark go to jail as well as the few other towns for violating your God-given rights and your civil rights, uh, for sure. 
Um, so another one, keep the 2A spirit alive. We need it. Donations will be made to the cause from me. Thanks again for everything, uh, Joe V. He just said happy belated New Year's. He goes, he came to visit me. He goes, he's amazed every time he comes here, the place is packed. If you build it, they will come. Okay, I love that. Uh, but he goes, my friend and I uh, brought me and I, I brought my friend and I encouraged her to get her FID card as a New Jersey resident. And uh, every Sunday I have my coffee and I listen to Gun for Hire Radio. Joe V, thank you for your support. Each one, reach one, get some more people to get some firearms ID cards or I'm banning you from the range. Was that bad? No, that wasn't bad. No? No, you're good. I answered Carlton Mitchell already, right? Yes, you did. Okay, you sure? I think so. Okay. No, I didn't. Did no, I? you didn't. What, no, this what was, was another one. He wanted to thank me for all his information and support and priority. He re- recently got his FID card on one twelve twenty three. The issue had is I had to submit a letter from my doctor saying it was safe for me to handle a firearm, uh, but the new law states that that card is invalid or whatever. I I, I answered him already. He's got to go talk to a lawyer about that. Sorry about that. Anything when it comes to doctors or legal, send me an email and I'll hook you up or go on quarantinecrawl.com. And we have Dr. Pirelli and Dr. Optoff. We have one in Verona and one in West, Westwood, New Jersey. Those are the people that you want to talk to. Anthony, I hope you and your family are well and not getting burned out. Yeah, all right. I want to start with positive news, but today was an illustration of, of state-sensitive places are not always a safe place. I'm attaching the police publication. Note the second church, Our Lady of Hope Parish, my house of worship, less than a half mile away from the police department. is It's now sensitive because of all the two-way efforts. Thanks, everybody. I applied for my PA out-of-state CCW. It took just 11 days to process over the holidays <laughs> and less than 10 minutes to issue. My wife applied for our FID card, and we're still waiting. Thank you for everything you do. Be safe. And your student and friend, Tom Skelly, gun for hire alumni for almost 20 years now, started Belleville. He drives from uh, uh, he drives from exit three in the turnpike, ladies and gentlemen, to come up here and shoot. Uh, security officer in Atlantic City, by the way. And uh, he's just a wonderful guy, another salt of the earth guy. Uh, Joe Labiando, thank for, thank you for all you do. Your shows are excellent at keeping us up to date recar- regarding the state. Dan Schmutter did a great job at updating where we are and how we got there. I do have some questions. Can you elaborate on whether or not the insurance mandate will survive? I pretty much elaborated on that. Will the new fee increase survive? We'll see. Most likely won't survive. The four references most likely won't survive. Qualifying with each handgun. I I I, I uh, answered that already, Joe. As you can see, this is just a, a snapshot of the hundreds of emails I get every. I told my wife that I'm in bed Sunday morning. The show is posted at midnight on Saturday, and I wake up Sunday morning, get a cup of coffee, and laying in bed, and I have my iPad, and I show my wife when I open my email, it just lights up, and then I show her this all the social media. You know, you have 36 messages on Facebook, 42 on Instagram, 15, and the you know on. Um, the other or LinkedIn, this one, that one. And then I have like 175 emails, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I fight through. And I, some of them, if I give you one or two word answers, it's not because I hate you. It's because I've answered the same question a million times. I tr- that's why I try to save the, the jewels and answer them on the on the show. Uh, so uh, who is this? Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody, Mike, uh, Mike sent me an email about Amazon Smile. Mike, you're a week too late. Amazon got rid of the uh, Smile program. Because they hate us, okay? <laughs> uh, next one is from Phil DeGennaro. 
my family and I are owners of a dealership. I hope well as you. Uh, New Year's season was great. First, I apologize for emailing you regarding a personal firearms question, but this is what I do, Phil. Don't worry about it. I qualified a gun for hire and applied for my carry in October. I am coming on 90 days since applying, and I gave my local police department, Allendale, Bergen County, a call to get a status update, and I was told by the detective who handles the firearm permitting that my application, along with many others, is sitting on his desk because they haven't received proper guidance from the state on how to handle these or even how to create the ID card if I was approved. (laughs) Liar. Liar. Um, He goes, I know this isn't true, as I've seen people discuss getting their carry permits in Bergen County. I am emailing you looking for some guidance on how to handle future conversations with my PD as I would obviously like to keep a peaceful, positive relationship. What Phil is saying here is I want to continue to kiss their asses so that they don't TRO me or treat me like a douche or reject me because they hold this power over me, right? Uh, again, I apologize for emailing you with a personal matter. Phil, this is what I do, so don't worry about it. So f- I, re- I referred Phil to start calling the mayor, the police chief, and every other elected, elected official in Allendale and put the pressure on them and say that his rights are being violated because, in fact, that's what they're doing because one or two people in a police department are deciding that they're going to just uh, drag their feet and not uh, do their job. Let's face it. They're waiting for direction from the state police. Uh, it's on Gunfire Radio. Hundreds of thousands of people listen every week. There is no more guidance from the state police you all have it you are lying and you are violating everybody's civil rights this is my rant on this show enough already uh seriously enough already i can't take it anymore sandy i i seriously i can't take this these rights violations are non-stop okay i mean non-stop when you think about it right it's just horrible Terry L., good morning. I enjoyed this week's show. Dan Schmutter was very entertaining and informative. I was driving down 46 Sunday morning, passing the range, listening to the show, and I think I saw a bald eagle flying around overhead. Definitely a majestic animal. Why? They chose it as our national bird. Why I am not generally superstitious person, I would like to take this as a good sign. Thank you for all you do, both in terms of fighting and advocating for our 2A rights, as well as how you go out um, of your way to disseminate the information. Because I'm not that smart. I have to make it so everybody can understand it, Terry. Uh, I look forward to listening to you and Sandy every week on Gunfire Radio, listening to that and Evan Knappen's Gun Lawyer podcast or my Sunday morning routine along with Taylor Ham, Egg and Cheese on a plain bagel scrambled with pepper. Thank you again, Terry. I can hang with you. I I can hang with him. Uh, waiting for Knappen or somebody to uh, to chime in from uh, Brad Kendricks about the AOC with uh, Knappen, you know. Um, it's an interesting situation on, you know, uh, if, you, if you have to qualify with every gun you're going to uh, have. And Knappen might say the same thing. He goes, you know, you can take a chance. But, you know, if you get a cop that doesn't know what they're doing or a cop like these cops that are working in these permitting departments where they're just dying to jam somebody up, uh, that could be a problem, right? Yep. I want to give my staff a plug. On Tuesday, we had our first open shoot. Uh, Gabe set it up. Matt and Phoebe administrated it and helped set it up with Gabe. They had 65 people register for all different handgun divisions, Sandy, and we gave away a gun at the end. Wow. It was, uh, I think, $50 a person to enter. 65 people entered. We made zero money on it, but goodwill, I made a billion dollars. Yeah. Okay, making all of our members and non-members that come to the come to the range, it was priceless. Uh, but they're doing it. They're doing this uh, every week or so. There's like three of them going on, three Tuesdays in a row. 
They're alternating weeks be full, between full size and compact, subcompact, microcompact. Scores do not carry over. It's week to week, one and done. The course of fire is randomized each week. The course of fire is not posted before the event. You shoot 50 rounds per firearm. Your target is brought in and scored, and you get a raffle ticket, and there's uh, drawings afterwards. It's It's been really cool. And, you know, the 22 Fun League is back. We have people registering That's for great. that. Yep, and the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation, Matt and Phoebe are setting the dates up with Gabe and the GSSF as we speak right now. Obviously, you know, we have the hemorrhage control class here. We pretty much can't keep tourniquets in stock in the gun store as we order them. They keep blowing Good. up. We can't keep seatbelt cutters and glass breakers in Good. stock in the gun store. Mace and uh, stun guns as well. Excellent. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yep. You know, we do the CPR and AED course here for adults and children. Excellent and course. that course is running. We have the Tenzia Kali knife and pen class coming up. Another great uh, course. A, yep, there's a few slots left for that. And, of course, we have a use of force class. And we know there's a use of force component that's supposed to take effect in July with the new training, which we're going to try to get knocked out. But... Our use of force class is not an online slide class. It's nothing like that. It's three to four hours long. It's taught by New Jersey Police Training Commission certified instructors. And there's a question and answer session at the end. And there's a 10-question written test at the end, pass or fail. Uh, And so it's a real course. And it's extremely similar to the AG's approved course that are taught to all police officers and all security officers in the state of New Jersey. And I'm saying extremely similar, like (laughs) identical, extremely similar. Can you get what I'm saying? It's extremely similar. Um, And uh, if they were to come up with a use of force class, it's probably going to be that one. Okay. Uh, to be quite honest with you, I can't guarantee it because anything can happen and go sideways. But as of right now, it's not mandatory. So don't freak out about it. It's not mandatory, but it could end up becoming mandatory. So now homework for everybody. Ad nauseum. You need to spread the word about Gun for Hire Radio. Uh, we need to get uh, the the questions that I keep seeing over and over again on all of the forums from Reddit, uh, you, you know, New Jersey uh, Firearms Owners Syndicate on Facebook and the, the New Jersey Gun Forums and and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok it, and our 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 um, um, our YouTube channel. It's over and over again. It's the same questions coming up. That, that we cover, and why not? Why why don't you want to be the educated person in your cir- circle? You could be that person, bringing them the knowledge and the skills. I know you already have the attitude, but we the more people we have educated, the better. We have a huge election coming up in November in the state of New Jersey, where we're going to be pinpointing some people we're going to go after to send a message, like Joe Danielson and a few others. And there's a few Republicans out there we're going to want to support. And uh, but we're going to want to send some some lessons out there. So get involved. You know, I did the fundraiser for Auth. I'm going to Brian Bergen's fundraiser. I will be going to Buco. Anything that uh, Senator Buco has for fundraiser, I will be going to. Anything for Senator Bramnick. Anything for Assemblywoman uh, Vivian. Uh, God, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, but she came up and testified in our Vivian Flynn. I will be uh, going to any fundraisers for them. I told them all my range is open for any fundraisers or meet and greets you want to do. I will make this the Green Dragon where everybody can come, like-minded people. But all of us need to be doing that. Any product, business, or service, the, the time of hiding is over. 
Yes. Okay. The can- the cancel culture will kill you. Never bend a knee to the rage mob. Be like me. Get doxxed. You know. Uh, get the suspicious packages and the letters with the powder in them and the hate speech and everything. <laughs> uh, if you're ready for it. If not, continue to donate. Join the organizations. Get more people involved. But. We all need to stick together. This is going to be a, a time now. Uh, you know, if we were to win a majority of Republicans in the Assembly and Senate in New Jersey, we wouldn't be dealing with these bills that became laws. That's right. Um, because they wouldn't be up for a vote. That's right. And uh, Murphy is as weak as they come right now. Our state is completely broke. Whales are washing up on shore, and they think it's because of all the, the dri- digging and dredging they're doing because they're putting all of those big uh, wind uh, generators yeah, out right. there. Uh, but, you know, we can do it for that, but we can't drill for oil. Yeah, sure. exactly right. Yeah. But we can drill for that. Did you know all of that stuff is being bankrolled by Goldman Sachs? All of those wind turbines? Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah, isn't that weird? And, you yeah. know, Corzine and Murphy have hmm. direct contacts with Goldman Sachs. Yeah. There's no conflict of interest. No conflict there. at all. It's yeah. purely coincidental. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. At that, Sandy, I guess I'm running overtime. You should have told me. Uh, but, you know, I can talk my ass off. So uh, right. let's go. Wrap it up, Bish. Well, I'd like to thank everybody. And <laughs> it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a kind of thick media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, which you should be buying multiple copies of. It has saved many, many lives. Available wherever good books are sold and at the gun store, bookstore, gun range known as Gun for Hire. Well, we love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week.